Hey guys, it's Dave Morrison, sitting across from Dave Lindquist in my humble abode, Lowell, Massachusetts, and if you can hear the heat behind us, you have really good ears, or the uh, the, the tin uh, banging in the background is just really, really loud. Well, it keeps my apartment nice and warm, because fall is here. Yeah, October, it's apple picking season. Fall Ugh. is here, and I'm glad, because as much as I love the dog days of summer, I do like hoodies and pumpkin spice everything yeah. actually maybe that's I, a little bit of a lie but no i mean i'm i'm on board for all the cliched fall stuff i mean maybe not buying pumpkin spice everything but uh i think we we touched upon that or we will touch upon that in uh in a certain uh fall uh cereal themed uh broadcast that may or may not have happened by the time you're listening to this but, it's it's really a special time to be in New England, and I always, I don't know about you, I always get a little pissed off whenever I see tourists coming from out of the area, driving up, you see out-of-state plates from Tennessee, places that don't, aren't, aren't accustomed to foliage, but you understand it brings in a lot of money to our New England economy, and the, the leaves are second to none yeah. I mean, when it comes to foliage here, especially up north, and uh, you were just up in Maine yeah, with in Jessica. Maine. Yeah, oh, it was... Was we, it creepy we, we hit, going up, or was it beautiful and bucolic? It was really cool. We hit uh, we hit peak foliage as we were driving up, and right around the point in Maine we were in was where it looked the best, so it just progressively got like nicer and right. nicer and nicer looking as we were heading up. But, in the uh, mountains, the foothills are yeah, just man, gorgeous. This, this is just my favorite time of year around yeah. here. The one year I was uh, out of the Northeast, uh, I missed fall that year, and uh, I, I yeah. just love it around here now, man. I do. I, well, Kim and I, uh, last month, we rented out an Airbnb in Dunbar. Excuse me, Dunbarton, New Hampshire. Uh, it was a treehouse, a, a uh, elevated treehouse. That and some is guys, so cool. It was actually really cool, and there was a guest book and everything. It was it, it was right down the street from the Henniker Brewing Company in oh, Henniker, New Hampshire. It was a really great awesome. day, and everybody out, they had their dogs, they had their kids, they had some Grateful Dead cover band playing. I know it's all cliche, but it, it was a lot of fun. But I we know, went man, back, and it. we we had uh, we played board games. We did kind of nerdy stuff, and it was just so peaceful, and uh, it really is a fun time right now yeah, fall in new england it, 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 i know i'm a little biased i know dave's a little biased but it really is something that you have to experience for yourself for all those people listening out of area so today we are here with the frosted side Kristen aldrich was our guest from northeastern your old yeah uh, yeah Kristen alma and mater were uh college radio show co-hosts back in the day the uh the Dave and Kristen show featuring Kristen and Dave, or, you know, strike that reverse of them, they're for sure which order we went in with those. But, yeah, Kristen's um, a, a comedic performer. She she moved out of the area for a long time and then, you know, just came back to Boston within the last couple of years, and uh, it was really fun having her in. Uh, she picked both a show and a serial I really enjoyed, so uh, this is a good one without spoiling it too much, but... Uh, and yeah, she went with the Gummy Bears. Uh, top Gum was the episode. I love the title of that. It's yeah. just a play on the, the Top Gun movie, uh, which was very popular at the time that this episode was released back in, I believe, 1987. We'll get into that in the episode, but uh, it was a good one. And she picked Cinnamon Toast Crunch as her cereal. So for anybody tuning in the first time, basically, we here at the Frosted Side, we like to review cartoons we have a guest on myself and dave or sometimes it's just us two because well you know you know it's it's too small especially yeah. here in Lowell, massachusetts and more of an excuse to watch more cartoons and eat more cereal exactly for, <laughs> for ourselves All right but we uh we so we pick a cartoon from uh the golden era of uh saturday mornings 80s 90s and we review cereals on top of it because what goes better with saturday morning cartoons than Sugary goodness. Oh, that just uh, sounded wrong, but I can't no, think of no, anything no, else. Spot on. Spot on. So, uh, yeah, sit down and enjoy this one. It was really fun having Kristen come in, and uh, I, I think you're going to like it. All right. Enjoy, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Welcome to the Frosted Side. Uh, we've got a uh, longtime friend, guest of my in the um, studio, uh, my... Uh, my uh, kitchen here uh Kristen Aldrich Kristen welcome hello thank you so uh Kristen and I uh have a uh, history going back with uh with recordings in the past uh on uh college radio uh WRBB at Northeastern 
we used to host a little show called the Dave and Kristen show featuring Dave and Kristen. <laughs> oh my God, it still worked. Oh, that was spectacular. Yeah, it's Dave, groundbreaking Dave, radio. Dave, Dave, you're sitting on something special here. <laughs> Send in your resumes, guys. <laughs> Uh, so, Kristen, thanks so much for coming in. Yeah, so happy to be here. Um, so, are you still doing anything performance-wise? I am, yeah. yes. I'm still doing some improv, yeah. uh, musical improv with a group called Boston's Unscripted Musical Project. Very cool. Which is part of Catalyst Comedy. And I'm also in a group that does kind of straight long-form improv called Improv Jones. <laughs> And then random other projects that crop up here and there. Are there uh, specific places those two groups perform out of a lot? Yeah, so Boston's Unscripted Musical Project, or Bump, uh, performs at the Rockwell in Davis Square. Oh, nice space. I like that space. Yeah. And do you have a website? Yeah, you can go to catalystcomedy.com and find all the things that Catalyst does. They have three different shows, Bump being one of them. They also do... A late night, uh, raunchy uh, show called Dirty Disney, where they oh, that to, sounds amazing. It's amazing. It's definitely amazing. Kind of appropriate. It's fitting. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I feel like that leads right into our choice. So <laughs> yeah. let, let's just get into it here. So uh, Kristen picked a uh, childhood favorite of mine, uh, Disney afternoon classic. Though it didn't start there. The uh, the Gummy Bears. Yeah. Oh, such a good show. So, so what's your history with this show? Did did you watch this constantly as a child? Was this this the favorite? Or yeah, I definitely watched this a lot as a kid. It was a, a Saturday morning favorite to be sure, um, among among others. But uh, I don't know. Have you know happy memories? Of yeah. Saturday mornings with the gummy bears. I was. It, it's <laughs> funny because I, I I feel like I associate this one most closely with the. Uh, the Disney afternoon, which would then later have um, you know, DuckTales, Rescue Rangers, and all those on it. But I knew it predated those, so I went and like did a little digging, and I guess it like channel hopped. It was like on NBC for four years, it was on ABC for a year or two, and then it hit like the afternoon. I guess it was like Disney's like first ever attempt at like a serialized cartoon like this, and uh, I don't know. Upon watching it, I'd say it was a success. Well, I was just gonna say, and looking at the liner notes. It initially premiered in 1985 on NBC, then moved to ABC, then finally syndication, and then the Disney Channel. So, yeah, like you said, it was very hard to find, especially with DuckTales, because DuckTales, I think, was NBC, and then syndication, I think, here was WSBK TV 38. Yep, yep. And uh, it went, once it moves around like that, it becomes completely unwatchable, not because of the quality, but just because it's like, fuck it, why... Where, where do bother? I find it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess I didn't remember this one that well. Like, I, I tried to, you know, I went back into it and watched a couple of clips other than the episode you picked, and then, you know, read the wiki on it, and, like, there is a deep mythology to the gummy bears. Like, yeah. I was having some trouble following the wiki. They're like, oh, they, they can speak to these human characters, but not. There, there was an ancient race of gummy bears, and these ones have hid since then. I think this episode we watched also sort of touches on the uh, ancient race of gummies but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah it was sort of intense so um yeah there's a major mythology of the yeah. gummy bears yeah. actually i was trying to remember what the gummy berry juice is made of i mean i guess it's just the gummy berries yeah i uh, I, I was actually kind of digging a bit for an explanation behind the gummy berries uh <laughs> So we we see it in this episode a little bit. Um, the episode uh, Kristen picked was uh, Top Gum uh, from season four, I believe it was episode nine. So a little bit of background before we get into Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. So, like I mentioned earlier, Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears is an American animated television series, according to Wikipedia. First aired in the U.S. from 1985 through 1991. Uh, it was created by Michael Eisner, former chairman of Disney. Yeah, he ran the whole show. He ran the whole show, starring Bill Scott. Paul Winchell, of course, was the voice of Tigger June Foray, who was the woman of 10,000 Voices. Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and Bullwinkle, thank you very much. And then Lorenzo Music, as we know, Garfield, and uh, from the real Ghostbusters. And Rob Paulson, Rob Paulson, of course, uh, one of the great voice actors of our times and Jim Cummings who I think was Winnie Winnie the Pooh 
Yes, I think you're right there. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the series premiere on uh, premiered on NBC from September 14th, 1985, aired for three to four seasons, and then the season series, excuse me, moved to ABC for one season, 1989 through 1990, airing alongside the new Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I forgot about the new Adventures of Winnie the Pooh on ABC because that was another Saturday morning stable that we used to watch with my cousins whenever we'd go down to Florida. And then, of course, Gummy Bears Winnie the Pooh Hour concluded September 6, 1991, as part of the Disney Afternoon Television Syndication Package. 65 shows in total. So ran for a while there. Actually, uh, the year they launched it, I think it ran with this other show. I loved, I'm not sure if either of you remember, because it ran for like a season, if that, the uh, Wuzzles uh, yeah, they was, uh, yeah, their slogan was they they also sold uh, a lot of toys off of it, like stuffed animals. So it was, have you ever uh, nuzzled a wuzzle? <laughs> I do remember that saying. Maybe I do remember the ad in passing, but uh, the wuzzles. It sounds like it came later. Yeah, it was uh, it was right around the same point, and they had a lot of. Um, I, if not to get too off track here, but it was uh, it was combo animals. There was like. A moose and a seal. I owned. Okay, I had yeah, a stuffed no. animal of bumble lion, <laughs> which yeah, yeah it sort of speaks okay. for itself. Yeah. But I think they launched the two around oh, the same time. I'm thinking the Wiggles. I'm sorry, the the Australian troop. The, oh the, yeah, yeah, that came yeah, years years much, later. Much much later. much different, yeah. and uh, it, that was on the Disney Channel years later. But the uh, Wuzzles and, and and Wuggles or Wiggles or whatever they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, getting back to what Kristen mm. touched on with gummy berry juice. Uh, so, so, so the episode, like I said, Top Gum season four, episode nine, I believe, sort of starts with the uh, the youngest of the gummy bears, uh, Cubby, right? Was that was his name? Uh, trying to learn how to fly with their uh, toucan friend Artie. <laughs> I think it was Artie. And in order to successfully fly, he builds this sort of contraption with, like, a giant rocket out of the back of it that's powered by this gummy berry juice you mentioned right. before. What else did it do? Do you remember? Don't they, they, It makes them bounce well or it something? It makes them bounce, yeah. I feel like the gummy berry juice making them bounce is, like, the primary way you see it used. But then it's also used to, like, power machinery. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> like, <laughs> equally fine to... To ingest. Might as well get it out in the open. Do you think there was some hidden message that Disney was sending? <laughs> Please do steroids. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I actually just saw earlier today, a really great um, like adult swim um, okay. like um, claymation kind of um, robot chicken piece that well it was it was spoofing the gummy bears and it's like an intervention for the big the big guy tummy i think is his name <laughs> he's just and drinking like, lorenzo too much music <laughs> gummy. Think, yeah we think you're drinking too much of the gummy berry juice uh <laughs> you should see it it's very funny but it's like we only drink it when we need to like get out of tough situations but you're drinking it i gotta look this up now yeah <laughs> we should all watch that too so i think i think my conclusion from seeing them use it is i need to uh, do a speedball of uh, gummy berry juice and scooby snacks at some point or another definitely <laughs> oh my god yeah uh, so so cubby uh cubby gummy is um given as uh, told a story by it was grammy Gub- gummy at the beginning of this about the aerials the sort of uh flying race of creatures on an island and it's funny when you hear grammy uh, gummy's voice you can hear natasha from rocky and bullwinkle of course that is june foray's voice and you can definitely hear that yeah. Kristen, whenever you know you hear Gra- uh, grammy talk oh yeah 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 a little bit uh so it's this, you know, fantastical story about these, you know, flying people that existed with the gummy bears hundreds of years before. So, you know, Cubby builds his flying machine, flies off to the island, and f- discovers it actually exists, and uh, that's when things go wrong. Uh, <laughs> the the aerials are not what they seem. Uh, what do you guys think of the appearance of these these <laughs> creatures that Whoa. he ran into? So creepy, right? Like so they creepy. terrified me, and right from the get go. So like Cubby and Artie, the bird, land on this floating magical island, 
and Cubby's very excited, and Artie's like, I'm nervous. This place <laughs> makes me nervous. No one listens to poor Artie. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does. He's just a bird. Um, but then these troll people, like, emerge from the tall grass and are like, gummy bear, gummy bear. And it's super creepy. It's creepy, but you also have to think about the addiction that this gummy juice has in certain trolls and certain creatures. I mean, you're thinking, get help. It's a serious problem. It is. <laughs> they could use a substance abuse hotline. Oh, boy. I'm going to hand that over to Dave Linkless. <laughs> so, so my question about these creatures who are sort of revealed later to be the quote-unquote aerials who do not, in fact, have the, the wings as Cubby Gummy heard early in the story is they're all, yeah, they're, they're troll-like. Like you said, Kristen, like they've got these big, giant, like, noses. They're all very similar looking, like kind of of the same stature except for one, like, kind of military one we see later. So is this a specific race of creatures or have they just been left on this, like, weird island so long that they've inbred into whatever this, <laughs> this is? I was just I'm not say. sure. <laughs> That theory makes a lot of right? sense. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're yeah. all a little related. It's like kind of results in them being a tad off. The but... island is quite small. Right? Yeah. Uh, the, there must have been, it. what, 200 of them? Right. Oh, yeah, at most. Oh, God. Well, one has to ask, who is watching Cubby Bear? Where was Gruffy Bear this entire time? He come, mm-hmm. We get into it later in the episode, but it comes down hard on Cubby. Oh, it's yeah. like, you guys were supposed to be watching, you and Grammy, so... It's yeah. all on. It's on you. They kind of didn't do their job. No, as, they like, didn't. Caretakers or guardians. So, Kristen, I'm not sure how well you remember like this, the minutia of this show. Do you know the relationship between these characters? Because one's clearly called Grammy, but mm-hmm. like I don't get. I get a sense they're it's familial, but like who's whose parent? Like what is going on there? Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I I don't recall. I don't recall. But it's funny, I feel like this Adult Swim clip that I saw oh, yeah. earlier has, like, clouded my mind. <laughs> because crazy. they get into this weird, like, we're not actually related. <laughs> and, like, so, you know, we're a dying breed. Why haven't we been, like, breeding then so that we don't die off? And anyway. I think Adult uh, Swim has parodied just about every single, thank you, <laughs> yeah. cartoon from our childhood. I think they yeah. did a Full House parody. I believe Dave Coulier reprised his role as Joey from Full House in the Robot <laughs> Chicken parody. And I know which one you're talking about because I used to watch it many late nights back in college. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, cool. yeah, I don't I don't know who's actually related to who. Gra- right. Like, is right. Grammy just in... You know, nickname alone? Right, right. Is she the Papa I Smurf? I think they were just there. <laughs> the yeah. They're yeah. just there. You don't really ask as a kid. They're, you're just like, oh, it's mm-hmm. there. All right. Kind of like when we reviewed uh, way back when or not too long ago, the uh, when, uh, the Muppet Babies, or you picked Muppet Babies, Dave Linkwist, and you, uh, as a kid, you're like, uh, or as an adult, you're like, how did Grammy get in with, uh, uh, take uh, take care of these uh, these little Muppets? And then, but as a kid, you're like, eh, they just did. Yeah, you know, what, what, no was, was Nanny a relative? Was or? Nanny, yeah. Right. She, this is a human taking care of Muppets, and it, it doesn't matter. That, that's the answer, in the short the long of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So, same here. Ask me questions. Oh, I think that's fair. Uh, so, before we get to sort of the conclusion uh, of the episode, I, ha- I guess I have another question. Uh, for, I'll pose this to both of you. Sure. Is there a connection to the candy? Mm. Like, yeah. I don't think so, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd say there's a correlation, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know what what these gummy bears are cooking up. I mean, they have nobody else to blame but themselves, especially for mm-hmm. Cubby's uh, rambunctious behavior mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. his truancy. But <laughs> I mean, the the only connection I can think of is that gummy bears, the candy, are kind of a squishy. I guess you could call it bouncy. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. I like this. Yeah. Like, if you threw a gummy bear candy against the wall, it would probably bounce off of it. Do we, did we mention the name of the, sorry, did we mention the name of the uh, episode was titled Top Gum? We Mm. did at the beginning. Okay. Mm -hmm. Season four, episode 15. I just want to make sure. Yeah. 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 I drift in and out. That's the ADD brain for you. (laughs) Okay. No. Just want to make sure. sure So we're all good. I was actually expecting, so, okay, this is um, kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, a a revelation to the audience or something of who I am. I have never seen Top Gun, 
Um, I'm a person that has not seen a lot of movies that you would expect. I think we're going to have to stop this recording right now before you watch. (laughs) Well, then you'll be doing the podcast yourself because I have not seen Top Gun in full either. Oh, guys, you're killing me here. Well, you've seen the clips of uh, You Lost That Love and Feeling where they're all singing in the bar, of course, and then you remember Danger Zone. Oh, yeah, Danger Zone. I was was talking about that with my girlfriend and um, Danger Zone from Archer. Of course, Archer, they parodied uh, yeah, that. They yeah, they parodied the event. In Lana, yep. Danger Zone, yep. Lana. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. What, Archer? So <laughs> I was I was like, oh, it's called Top Gun. I wonder if there's going to be all sorts of references that I won't understand because I've never actually seen Top Gun. But I think they only called it that because no, nothing. it there's, involves flying yeah, machines. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> that is it. Just really, really wasted pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real, yeah, missed opportunity. Uh, right, yeah. On their part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there could have been, like, a lot more homoeroticism. Yeah. Oh, 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 the volleyball <laughs> scene. Oh. I've, I've seen, uh, uh, I'm sure, YouTube clips out there somewhere, but there's uh, there's Top Gun recut as a three-minute-long uh, gay volleyball movie. Oh, it's yeah. absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh, well, not to go too off track, because it is Disney, I just wanted to bring it up when I was talking with Kim over the weekend, we were talking about, uh, I don't know, she went to see Billy Joel, and I don't know how the conversation veered off into Disney cartoons, but it did, uh, I think because we were watching an episode of Billy Joel on Sesame Street way back when, yes, you can find it on YouTube, then we started talking about what we watched as a kid, Sesame Street, um, and then we, uh, we talked about how we used to watch Pinocchio and Dumbo uh, growing up. And then Kim and I were like, now as an adult, we can't watch either of the movies. Of course, you can never watch Bambi or Old Yeller, but Dumbo, Pinocchio, we loved it. But now we watch it as adults, like, oh, my God, this is just horrible with the whale. And, of course, Dumbo with the the, uh, the mother in the cage. And, and, and then you you look at... Disney cartoons, um, they seem so tame and so modern now, but back then, that was what was how you raised the kid. I think they just raised kids differently back then. And, and But Disney had such a, a fucked up, you know, yeah. sense of, not humor, but sense of how to, you know, get messages across to kids. And, you know, it continued well after Disney had his head cryogenically frozen. Yeah. Actually, it was his whole body, but... Yeah. The Ted Williams, life. but yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, the lessons were a lot harsher. Yeah. It was a different generation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess that speaks well to this episode. So, uh, uh, long story short, in c- concluding it, this uh, race of aerials are not what they seem. They try and, you know, kidnap uh, Cubby Bear, or they send him back to sort of lure the other ones out, kidnap all the other gummies, hold them prisoner. They're sort of freed by Cubby and Toucan Artie, and uh, mm-hmm. all's well that ends well. But uh, mm-hmm. Cubby really doesn't learn his lesson there. The last the last uh, shot mm-hmm. in this, he's uh, he, he shows up with a book, and the book is uh, Atlantis. He's like, all right, I'm into swimming now instead of flying. Uh, mm-hmm. Who wants to go down somewhere and hang out with these people? Kristen, what do you think when uh, uh, they're all in the little machine trying to get out of that l- that little castle and Tummy's like, have you tried the start button? Don't you do <laughs> yeah. that in your everyday life and you're looking and you're searching. It's like, oh, <laughs> Occam's, Occam's razor. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So the simplest explanation is mm-hmm. right in front of you and all that. Yeah, right, no, right. It's happened he's to trying, us several times. trying all the knobs and whatever, and there's just a start button to start <laughs> the, the flying contraption that the, the aerials had. Yeah, they, they were trapping them and keeping them so that they would make gummy berry juice to power all of their flying machines. Right. But they got away. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> Um, so I thought this for, you know, I thought the animation quality was pretty impressive on this. Like after some of the other ones we've looked back on and like, that's clearly like, yeah, yeah, you just like the backgrounds and some are just like atrocious in some of these shows or like either moving much more stilted and stuff. You could see Mm -hmm. the like Disney, like it it clearly doesn't look as good as a Disney movie, but you could see like the Disney influence, like these people know how to make this stuff kind of thing. Right. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I thought it looked good. There's one, there's that one scene where the aerial people, after they've captured all the gummy bears there, I forget his name, the, the like wizard older 
gummy bear character. Oh, He's got like the big goofy hat. Yes, vo voiced by spells. Uh, yeah, the guy who does Tinker's voice, uh, right, Paul right. Winchell. Yeah, what's but, um, the, what's the character? See on there, Dave's got our uh, wiki oh, yeah. pulled up here. Nice. We can edit this yeah, out we'll to make we'll us look out. like we know what we're talking about. If we we are the ultimate experts, I oh, do yeah. not see them. All right, I do well, not see. Anyway, them. They're, they're, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll yeah. They're dangling him over a cliff. They're, yeah, yeah, they're dangling him over a cliff to like make a point. They're like, well, let's see how far Gummy Bear can bounce now. And they're dangling the, him over the cliff at the edge of the floating island. Um, and that shot that they do, like looking down, and it kind of has like the foreground blurry kind of thing. My, I, I've got like a few heights that kicked in while watching like the Gummy <laughs> yeah. Bears cartoon. But. So that was like pretty, pretty good quality. Yeah, and like <laughs> ominous, <laughs> yeah. legit scary. So, so I found his name, and this just uh, it's it's a really in depth Wikipedia article here. But Zummy Gummy or Zoomy Gummy. But uh, li listen to how deep the uh, mythology goes here. He's, he's an aged bear who's the Gummy Glen Gummy's leader. Although he often defers to the practical gum Grammy and Gruffy, he is the keeper of the Gummy Wisdom and later the holder of the Gummy Medallion, which he uses to read magic books and become the group's magician. And it just keeps going from there. <laughs> like, this is... This is intricate stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, you know, Disney Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> totally, yeah. It's a whole world. Another thing about the uh, the Gummy Bears and Tailspin and DuckTales and all those cartoons, they were very different from a lot of the other cartoons of that era. We mentioned it premiered back in 1985. A lot of those cartoons that we, we reviewed earlier, G.I. Joe and, of course, um, Thundercats, they were all produced overseas in Japan. And you can mm -hmm. see it in the animation and the drawing board, you can there's a distinct just difference. You can tell, you can feel it right away because yeah. not all cartoons are created created equal. Sure. And that, yeah. But I loved it, as Dave said, I, I thought the uh, animation was just outstanding. But Disney always had top notch standards for uh, for for the uh, for the animation. Right. And, and uh, that's why they're part of the reason why they're so iconic. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Um Little tangent fun fact Please about do. my family's history. <laughs> my dad's, oh, was it his aunt? I think his aunt. Um, great aunt, maybe? Anyway, um, who lived in California. She worked in, I think, like a Warner Brothers animation studio. Oh, that wow. is so cool. Which is so cool. Wow. Thundercats. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have been in, geez, like the probably 60s. That's so cool. But like 50s and 60s. Do you know what she worked on specifically at all? Or? I don't. I have to no. ask again. But I know uh, that she sent, she would like send cells back as like little. That's so yeah, cool. So we could favorite. be getting like, yeah, like Looney Tunes today. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. so neat. Anyway. Wow. Yeah, I didn't learn that until kind of recently. Wow. So the, the family history in cartoons <laughs> coming. That's awesome, Kristen. <laughs> yeah. And another random uh, fact to go to uh, to add to your tangent, uh, Kristen, that yeah. Disney, uh, leading up to Walt Disney's uh, demise back in the mid-60s, they never got into the animation game Saturday mornings until years after Walt mm -hmm. Disney had passed on because Disney said it was not in the budget for Saturday morning cartoons. And then after, once the son took over and then ultimately Michael Eisner, um, or the son-in-law, I should say, and then the grandchildren, and then they were forced out and then Michael Eisner took over, then they decided, yeah, we're gonna compete with uh, with Warner Brothers and uh, overseas uh, mm. uh, dis distribution and, and all those uh, competitors, Deke and Hasbro. That and sure. it worked out well for them. I thought, yeah. I, I thought it worked out perfectly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's like a whole Saturday morning cartoons. It's a whole, a whole you know other universe, a whole you know addition to all of the stuff that they can do and make money on. You know, and if you think about all the figurines and characters and random crap and products, yeah, absolutely. We're branded with gummy bears and whatever else. So sort of along those lines, like, so we've had some like shows we've done in the past, like Muppet Babies was sort of hard to trace down episodes of, and you know, mm -hmm. we, 
I had to uh, find this one via, you know, uh, less less than legal streaming means. We'll say, oh. I absolutely couldn't find it Put anywhere. Put yourself out there. I was <laughs> I was I was expecting to, you know, be able to purchase this somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. couldn't find it on Amazon. Like, I dug through. They they were re- released DVDs only of the first three seasons. This was not available on DVD anywhere. Like, you'd think like. Speaking of you know Disney being able to make money, like <laughs> apparently they've got a um, streaming service, like their own version of Netflix in the works or something like that. I am huh. just hoping like all these o- old shows pop up on there, and, like oh, yeah. or, like access to every se- season of you know Gummy Bears. Here's like eighty five, ni- ninety five episodes. I think was just binge through the weekend on it. Right, but, uh, right. Yeah. Oh, I was just because uh, I, I one of my. Um, I shouldn't say it's uh, one of my guilty pleasures because it, it's not. It's an open pleasure. Gem. I used to love watching Gem growing up. Yeah, there you go. And I can't wait till somebody reviews that. And I tried to find those online, and you can't because uh, I think Hasbro owns uh, all the rights. And uh, same with uh, all the uh, the G.I. Joe cartoons. You just can't find them. You can't find them on YouTube like you used to. Somebody used to post them, and then somebody would take it down, just like with all the uh, TV shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's disappointing, but you have to understand why they do it. Right, and for it's sure. copyright, and you're the copyright lawyer. <laughs> yeah. None of what I say here is legal advice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I guess sort of wrapping up the cartoon element of the show, yes. any, like, grand thoughts? I shouldn't I shouldn't pose it that way. That's a little intimidating. But, like, any, like, thoughts as to, like, why you like this specific show, Kristen, or, like, why you picked it, or, like, yeah. fond childhood memories going back to, like, this specific show? I know you were kind of weighing it versus... Uh, Fraggle Rock, and then we were kind of no, arguing whether or not that no. counted as a cartoon, and right. like I feel like it was might have been on at night, so you sort of landed toward this show. Mm-hmm. Like, um, why'd that jump out in your head? Yeah, yeah. gummy bears. I guess it it just struck me as one of the cartoons that you know, because there was so many different cartoons. I definitely watched a lot of cartoons as a kid, mm-hmm. and you know, up into years. Um, that maybe I should not have been watching. Nope. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> like, look at Dave and I, we're still watching. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, continued watching cartoons that were definitely geared towards younger audiences than I actually was. Mm-hmm. But Gummy Bears, um, I don't know, that's one that feels very familiar. Like, I definitely watched that a lot, and the characters are very familiar, and um, I don't know, there's something, like, um, that felt like comfort food yeah. about it. I get that. Like, That's the idea. Yeah. It yeah. Does, Why do we do it? It doesn't right. go like that that young with it. Like mm-hmm. it like it it's there's a broad appeal to this show. Like For there sure. are big lessons, but there's some humor in there. The story was kind of entertaining and like yeah. I, I think you picked a good one. Dave and I were saying like this specific episode I think might be the, the one we've enjoyed the most out of like all the episodes we've watched for this sh- show so far. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun one. Like a lot a lot happened in twenty minutes. <laughs> like they it, went on an epic adventure yeah, and had an epic It it, it really was epic. You're right. <laughs> like their glen, their gummy glen almost got completely destroyed. It's what happens when you drink too much gummy juice <laughs> and it's back to the substance abuse <laughs> no yeah um but yeah it felt and that to me felt very sitcom too mm-hmm. of like like a lot of crazy shit happens and goes horribly horribly wrong and yeah. their family's almost torn apart and they almost die several times and then like it's all wrapped up and they were just like sweeping their gummy glen and like well I'm glad that's over and then it's like, yeah. he's like, I want to be a fish now and swim with the mermaids. And they're like, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that cubby. Oh, God, there <laughs> should have been a laugh track. I want to see a version of this with a laugh track. But you're right. I wouldn't have thought sitcom. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that, Dave Linquist, because a lot of the cartoons back in the 1960s used to have laugh tracks. I think up into the mm-hmm. 70s. I think Scooby-Doo had a laugh track at one point. The oh. 80s, they got rid of it and saved it for the sitcoms. I vaguely remember that, like watching old reruns come it, It's weird as a concept. Is the sitcoms clearly like they were being shot in a studio, like a cartoon with a laugh, a laugh track? Is, is it is it implying that someone is sitting there watching the, <laughs> them draw? Like, I was, like it's so unnatural. Well, I, mean, I mean, I like it, but it's well, odd. Well, Rankin Bass back in the early 1970s had ja- uh, produced Jackson 5 cartoons and the Osmond cartoons, not to be outdone. So they used to have a laugh track. I was watching VH1 years later and they used 
used to rerun those. It's wore it out. And not to get into a whole discussion. I didn't mean to say that. But yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, go, yeah. Go, going back to uh, Kristen, I think you hit on something that um, gummy bears was like uh, like comfort food. Mm-hmm. And to me, when Dave sort of um, pitched the idea of this show, it it came to me like feeling like comfort food. I wouldn't have put it that way, but like the idea of like Saturday mornings watching the cartoons I love and eating and literal comfort food mm-hmm. <laughs> segue here <laughs> uh, cereal and enjoy it just like brings you back to like sort of a, like a wholesome time or like an enjoyable like oh yeah this is great like I have fond memories of that just like no worries and yeah yeah, yeah exactly uh, so with that I think we'll uh, take we'll, a quick we'll, break we'll, yeah take a little break here and uh, lead into uh, Kristen's cereal choice so All thanks right. everybody alright so uh Forgive the eating on mic here, but the grand reveal. Uh, Kristen, what was your cereal choice? My cereal choice was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. A classic, great (laughs) cereal. (laughs) I I love this one. Uh, Mm -hmm. Really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So is this one you had a lot as a kid? Yeah, definitely. This was a favorite in the house. Um, I was trying to think of different cereals that we had growing up, and... This was one, like, I remember eating a lot of, like, cornflakes or, like, Special K, things like that. Um, And we would do the sugary cereals, but just a bit less so. Mm -hmm. But this is one that, like, stuck for a long time. Like, me and my brother both really loved the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's one of the two for me that, like, I feel guilty eating to this day. Mm Because we were virtually no sugary cereals. But my mom would la- allow the occasional one, but there are certain ones that she just thought were, like, over the top. Like, mm-hmm. I, this and Lucky Charms, I think, were the ones, like, oh, like, I'm on a field trip somewhere and there's no parent watching sort of <laughs> situations. I Moms just, like, know best. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, they do. Mm-hmm. This is good cereal. Mm-hmm. Even with milk. Mm-hmm. So, for anybody listening, I'm not a milk person, obviously. Mm-hmm. So like I said, for anybody who's been following us since the very beginning, you know that I'm a vegan and I'm eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch with a splash of coconut milk. And uh, I'm not a big milk guy. I, I, I used to have cereal dry, but this, I used to eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch too. This yeah. is pretty good, even with milk. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because I'm a picky eater. And now I'm more picky since I'm, <laughs> since I'm vegan. So we're in a weird role reversal here in that I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch, as far as a cereal to munch on without milk, might be one of my favorites. Because it's just so different with the milk. And it's also one of those ones that, like, I don't know, in your experience, Kristen, with, like, milk on cereal, like, I feel like this is one of those ones, like, if you don't eat it quickly, it's going to get gross. Yeah, definitely. I'm already kind of noticing that. Like, like, there are pieces toward the bottom, I'm like, all right, I got to wolf it through it. So, yeah, yeah, if anyone listening, you're hearing more eating noises than usual, we're just kind of, like, (laughs) mowing through this, which I think speaks well to the cereal. Oh, for sure, yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, and it's pretty much just little squares of sugar <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah it, it's um it's made of wheat and rice uh general mills i think that's about i put yes general mills i put in nestle i think uh, put it up better on the believe shelf it. There. but uh because of the <laughs> because of the rice in it um i don't know if you guys want to hold the cereal up to your ears or anything but apparently it snaps and crackles faintly like uh oh, like uh your rice krispies and Oh yeah, I'm getting a hint of it. The microphone is definitely not going to pick that up, but <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. so oh, there's, yeah. there's a bit of that there. Some crackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm impressed with your <laughs> I'm impressed with your pairing here. I, I assume uh, it's sort of unintentional, but uh, this cereal uh, came out in 1984. Gummy bears came out in 1985. They are very specifically of like a time when we were like what three years old or so yep. <laughs> yep. the sort of perfect pairing that better not be my rad excuse oh and there's a car alarm going oh, off better outside not be uh it's not it's not all right and it stopped that's yeah, great so do you guys remember this uh cereal having a mascot by any chance nope. i had <laughs> no. it was like was it like three dudes so oh, yeah, no, no, the the, the like baker's that? hat, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. So so they did French toast crunch as well. Oh, so I French toast yeah, crunch. So I read up, and um, there was one baker originally. Oh. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Chef Wendell, and he was sort of like the main like 
character for this and eventually two other bakers came along and they all had like their big ridiculous chef's hat and i remember being like oh yeah this is like a fun cereal and they had the like cartoon mascots but uh if you look on the boxes now he is gone it's terrifying weird anthropomorphic pieces of cinnamon toast crunch i'll bring the box right over because i want to see your reactions to it oh man i kind of know what my reaction is going to be Oh, it was very good. This was a good choice, by the way, just before we get back into... Oh, my God. It's here. Oh, <laughs> that is chilling. So so the box has a, a little piece of Cinnamon Toast Crunch with eyes and a little That's mouth. That's not even good. And he's, he's looking down at the bowl, at a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and licking his lips like he's some sort of horrific cannibal. Like, mm-hmm. like he wants to eat his he, his friends. And if you look on the back, they're like even more disturbing. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, that's great. These are genuinely unsettling, right? They're like little monsters. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I I feel like a kid could be really into that. Like I'm I'm personally I'm disturbed. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, it's kind of funny. They're like little cartoon characters on their of their own regard. We've got Chomper. He all, he's always looking for new friends. Oh, they have names. <laughs> and he's got a lot of teeth, and his tongue is like whipping out of his mouth like a frog or something. And there's another little like cinnamon toast crunch guy looking very scared. <laughs> Chomper. I I, I I legitimately like I'm, I'll take a photo of this and post it on yeah, our social yeah. media uh, rather than you know directing all of you to look at this box because I'm you know legitimately terrified here. <laughs> but uh, so I, I think it was Dave touched on it before or maybe it was you Christian French toast crunch. Oh, I mentioned. Yeah, French. have you had this? Uh, I might have had French toast crunch in passing maybe once or twice, but I think my mom decided that you're going to stick with cinnamon toast crunch because one sugary cereal is not enough to rot your teeth. You've got to pick two. But unfortunately, uh, it was cinnamon toast crunch. I actually outgrew cinnamon toast crunch, and it was the primary cereal that I, I ate growing up in terms of sugary cereals before I decided I wanted to be a little bit older and jump to total and special k and grape nuts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with no milk with no milk yeah it was the weirdest eight-year-old i I, (laughs) I grew out of cinnamon toast crunch every saturday morning and then whenever saturday morning cartoons would come on i would have grape nuts i wasn't ready to be an adult but i kind of outgrew i was in a weird weird state just needed your grape nuts and you were ready to be someone's grandfather (laughs) (laughs) not going there i'll have my grape nuts with some werther's originals please (laughs) Not sorry, gonna go so, there. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Not going there. Yeah. Um, so, Kristen, have you had the uh, French Toast Crunch? I have never had no. French Toast Crunch. So, I, I guess it came back recently, as of a couple of years ago, and um, oh, yeah. is apparently quite good. But uh, besides that, there were a couple other spin-offs. There was a uh, peanut butter crunch and a uh, somebody's fro- Prius frosted cinnamon toast crunch. All right, I'm going to close the door and try and uh, deal with the alarm here. Don't mind me. All right, what was the question Mr. Linkless was asking? So he was asking if I had had French Toast Crunch, which I have not, but no. apparently there's been other spin-offs, including Peanut Butter Crunch. Yep, that was and more recent. Yeah, yeah, some some newer ones, I guess, which yeah. I also have not had. I never... That sounds disgusting, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I never have cereal anymore. Yeah. Like, I probably haven't eaten cereal in like a decade is that possible <laughs> I, I i mean i feel like we've all been taught sort of as dave was getting out with like more healthy cereals and stuff even mm-hmm. beyond that like i think we've been taught like you know protein or whole grains or something in the morning and uh-huh. <laughs> cereal is like a breakfast is like you're, you're it's gonna like give you energy for like 20 minutes <laughs> beyond that like i don't right. know how we all functioned off of these as a kid and like you know stayed awake in school yeah for sure but, like, I don't know. Now I'll, I definitely, like, maybe, like, um, I don't know. When I was living in New York, I definitely ate bagels, almost, like, uh, almost every morning. The, the post, I love the post-bagel time. crash. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's got the Prius, please shut off your lights or, <laughs> or fix your alarm or whatever. But anyway. But. 
It's real simple. So you mentioned bagels living in New York. I was, uh, we were, um, we were, my girlfriend and I just came down from Mount Monadnock uh, hiking uh, over the weekend and we were having bagels with avocados, mm. avocado spread, mm -hmm. millennial breakfast. Millennial <laughs> breakfast to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> we I went know. bankrupt doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so as far as the, well, before I get into the pairing, uh, Kristen, are you, uh, do you drink the milk when you were a kid at least did you drink the milk and the yeah, cereal afterward or not no no i did not drink the milk i was not i was never like a huge milk person yeah I, I would have, I'm, I'm the same you know, way yeah. yeah i'd have milk in the cereal i definitely wanted to eat the cereal before it got soggy right did not like the soggy pieces of cereal at all so yeah it was, I, I wanted a pretty dry uh cereal experience but with some milk yeah. Well, you ate all of it today. Uh, did you? You obviously outgrew it uh, as an adult when yeah. it came. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you're when you're an adult and you don't get as picky, you don't get to choose as much, and you outgrow certain things. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not at that point yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah I ate some soggy pieces today. Were they I'm good? An adult. They were good. Okay. So <laughs> so I guess what I was getting at there was. Uh, like the chocolate milk after like cocoa puffs oh, or something no. people like We're that Dave, dave's grossed out by it mm. i think the aftermath of this might be like the most disgusting like the weird cinnamony like least drinkable like people like talk about you know cereal milk as a flavor or whatever but just the like pieces of sugary cinnamon crumbs and stuff floating around in this i feel like it's the worst remnants of a bowl of cereal mm -hmm. sorry dave looks like he wants to vomit <laughs> no actually i don't and, and um well until you brought that up we'll, we'll, <laughs> that's why we have pro tools to edit that shit out but no this doesn't look bad and we had kevin harrington i believe for our second episode uh we love kevin but god damn it if you're listening kev Cocoa Puffs. I mean, it's your cereal. I mean, you are the guest, but oh, and drinking the chocolate. He's, he's drinking Ooh. the chocolate milk, uh, like from the cereal bowl. I'm like, no. Yeah. You yeah. want to see me in pain. And Kevin, he just doesn't give a shit. Right, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but uh, no, I was, uh, Dave can attest to this. It was, um, he was, uh, he was watching me. I was just like, no. And I'm just like, <laughs> And I'm just like with like a splash of milk, and Kevin's just like downing it. He's got two hands on the bowl. He's like oh, with his head back and everything. Oh, oh no, it was bad. Yeah, that's that's never been me. That's never been me. I I, I think we've reached consensus there. Yeah. <laughs> so what what are your thoughts, Kristen, on these as a pairing? Can you picture like child you sitting there like eating a bit bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, watching gummy bears? Like that probably happened at some point, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, great. yeah. I, yeah, I feel like, it's funny, I, like, cereal on a Saturday morning makes a lot more sense, and, like, thinking back on my childhood, because mm -hmm. I feel like during the week, I did a lot more of, like, Pop-Tarts, definitely, like, yeah. toaster strudels yeah. in getting into, like, middle school and high school, but, and then in, in, in high school, probably more, like, you know, Nutri-Grain bars or yep. some of those cereal bars yeah, or the, whatever. the food on the go kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking out the door, let me have this in the car on the school bus type thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, weekdays were, like, toaster-related. And now it's big bars. Nature's grocery as an adult. At least it was, in our case, we were hiking. And mm -hmm. that's all we ate up on the trail. Oh, yeah. Yep, nature's grocery. And uh, you wonder where the time went. One day you're a kid watching your favorite Saturday morning cartoons. The next you're pushing papers in some sort of cubicle. And you're <laughs> thinking to yourself, is this life? Wow, man. I was absent <laughs> on history <Wow>. day. <laughs> on, on career day, excuse I, me. Whew. I didn't mean to bring the room no, down, no, but no. that's what I always do. Yeah. I, think, I think I need some more gummy bears. Yeah, I think we do. Was, yeah. I think, yeah. We need some gummy juice. These days I do more like a smoothie in the morning. Definitely still the chewy bars. Yeah. Kind bars, things like that. But, um, yeah, not so much cereal, which is a treat. Although I have had, I said I haven't had cereal in a decade. That's that's a lie. Because I've definitely had Cheerios as just like a snack um, because I am still a child. Well, I've, I feel like that's one of those, <laughs> like we were sort of getting at before, like great, like dry sort of by itself. Mm -hmm. But probably better than this one in that, like you're not getting like, 
sugary residue on your fingers or anything. You can just have like a little plastic baggie of Cheerios on the go and you're like set. Yeah, just like a just like a three year old. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say They're it. They're a delicious snack. Let's just be real. <laughs> Oh, my oh God. God. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> any any final thoughts from either of you? Uh, any, uh... Yeah. I don't There is. I, I can't put my finger on it, but it does, like, the combination of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Gummy Bears, the cartoon, definitely, like, I don't know. It came to mind, and I was like, yeah, that's the cereal yeah. that I have to do with I, Gummy Bears. I, I, think there, I think it's a good fit. Because uh... they're both such sweet things you know like gummy bears yes. I don't know. It's like gummy bears are like the you know the candy obviously and i don't know they're just like sweet wholesome but bears. so so building <laughs> yes. off but not sickly sweet like i've had mm. i've had like certain cereals that are like sort of oppressively sweet like we had this pink <laughs> donut one on an early episode and well, that it was, was good it was good but it was very very sweet and like mm. i'm thinking like you know there, there are cartoons out there that are like so sappy or so sweet that it's like off-putting mm. i feel like both of these sort of walk that line <laughs> like oh, not, not, not to get too like high-minded about it but like both this cartoon and this cereal are like oh yeah they're sweet but they're in that like sweet mm-hmm. spot you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. of like still yeah. working yeah 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 i don't know i i mean i didn't I haven't had this in years, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, so it was the first time in a long time. Thank you. It was a very good choice, Kristen. But when I had it, it it brought me back. It really did. Mm -hmm. And that's the idea, part of the reason why we launched this this project, this Mm -hmm. podcast, I should say. So, I I mean, I, I, I didn't have too many sugary cereals growing up, but this was the one that I had besides Count Chocula, where Mm -hmm. I... I didn't. I could eat the whole cereal, but because with the the Count Chocula, I would just or or with the Lucky Charms, I would just eat the marshmallows. I wouldn't have anything yeah. else, and my mom would get pissed off, understandably. <laughs> so <laughs> waste all the other pieces. That's what I would do. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess thank you for uh, sending us back to our childhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is great. It's uh, personally, it's good being back on a microphone with you for the first time. And... 16 years ish oh, or so. I should not have thrown that number out there. I feel really <laughs> old right now. Oh, God, oh, it's got to be somewhere around that. Yeah. But um, yeah, thank you very much for coming in. And uh, I don't know if you have any uh, publicly available social media out there you want to direct anyone to. If not, uh, the uh, you know performance groups you mentioned before, comedy, yeah. if you want to point any people in that direction, any plugs you want to give. Sure, yeah. I'll say catalystcomedy.com again uh, for Bump and Dirty Disney. And they also have a kids show on Saturday mornings oh. called Kerplunk. So um, those are all great shows, very different, fun shows. And then um, you can go to the Riot Theater company.com? Question mark? Question mark. I'm pretty sure that's it. But if you look for The Riot and or Improv Jones Boston, um, we perform at the Rosie Square Theater in Roslindale um, every Saturday night. So, yeah, you can check those out. Awesome. Should be fun. Check it out. Yeah, I, uh, I will make sure to come by at some point soon. And uh, when this episode goes live, we'll uh, post some links to those as well. Awesome. All right, Great. thanks again, Kristen. Yeah, thank you.